Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Just a few quick words from this passage from Mark. And in this passage, we kind of see a number of episodes happening. Jesus departs with his disciples to a lake, and much like we've read in previous sections in Mark, uh, people hear of his message, and they are cured of their diseases, and they hear his words, and they can't help themselves, but they follow him. And here in this story, it's not all that much different. But in this story, it kind of ups the ante a little bit. People come from all over. Jews from all over the diaspora come, and they come to see this man. And what's interesting about it is this text kind of gives the impression that these people were desperate to come and be healed by this Lord, this person who was claiming to be, well, they weren't sure what exactly he was claiming to be, but they had heard stories about him, and they desperately, with all their needs, their wishes, and their fears, they come to him, and they expect him to meet all of these things, and to heal them. And the text goes on to say that Jesus becomes so afraid, because there are so many of them, that he and his disciples might get crushed by them. Like kind of an onslaught of needy folk who just need a savior. So he tells them to get the boat ready. And they get the boat ready. And the text goes on to say that these, these crowds press upon him. And that, that word press actually is the same word that's used later. And it's, it's they fell upon him is a little bit more literal. They fall to their knees to him. And it goes on to say that whenever the unclean spirits who were among them saw them, they too fell down before this Jesus. And that should remind us, if you remember that verse, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Only in this passage, the people who are healed, the people who are desperate, the people like you and me, who are essentially saying, Lord, I'm coming before you with all of my junk, with all of my baggage. Heal, please. They're not the ones who declare his identity as Lord, but it is, in fact, the unclean spirits that do that. They're the ones who fall down before him and shout out, you are the Son of God. If you've been following along in Mark, Mark tells us, the reader, early on, that this Jesus is the Son of God, but none of the characters in the story know. At this point, they're just... Man, is remarkable, and they can't help but follow him. And it's a, a pretty interesting thing, because as we've seen Jesus call his disciples, he's just kind of ordered it, and it's happened. If you notice, with all of the calling of the disciples, especially in Mark, he just says essentially, hey, you, you're doing this thing, now come and follow me. And without a thought, they just kind of drop their occupations and go. Now, Mark isn't really interested in giving us the details of what they might have been thinking, he just... Jesus ordered it, and they went. And it reminds me of that great line by uh, St. Augustine of Hippo, that great 4th and 5th century Christian saint, who, uh, if you haven't read the Confessions, please go and do so as soon as you can. But St. Augustine, in that great text, um, when talking about his conversion experience, says when he's kind of wrestling with not wanting to give up his former lifestyle, he says... 
Lord, command what you will, but give what you command. You can command what you will, but give what you command. And we see this with the calling of the disciples. He orders them, essentially, follow me. It's not an invitation. Jesus isn't saying, you know, like what you maybe experienced in your youth. I invite you to come forward and accept Jesus into your heart. No, Jesus isn't interested in invitation. Jesus commands. Jesus orders. And it happens. This text is showing us the sovereignty of Jesus. And this is the same thing for your life and for mine, especially for those things that we cannot quite kick or quit. Those things that we keep coming back to again and again, and we say, this is the last time. This is it. I'm not doing it again, and I don't know what it is for you, and I'm not going to tell you what it is for me, but you know what it is for you. So think of that thing. And that's what St. Augustine is talking about. You can command what you will, but give what you command. I've tried again and again and again to quit that thing. I've tried again and again and again to turn to you with my whole heart, Lord. But I've been unsuccessful. In fact, I've bombed it. So give what you command. So in the rest of this passage, we see that even more. We see Jesus call upon those disciples who are around him. And if you notice, it's the start of that second paragraph. He called to those whom they wanted and they came to him. Again, it's not even this invitation. It's, hey, you, get over here. They come. This is how Mark's gospel works. Mark is especially focused on this part of Jesus' identity. What Jesus says happens. And it's not that the other gospels don't talk about that too, but Mark is very explicit some people, and I don't think this is the best way to think about it, but it might be helpful for some, have called Mark, Mark, the way Mark talks about Jesus is Jesus is like an action hero. He just kind of, is like, bam, bam, and it happens. So maybe that's not the worst way to think about it. Jesus orders something and it comes about. Again, Lord, command what you will, but give me what you command. And for me in my own life, I've found this to be a very comforting text. I have come from a family that's very secular. They're, I mean, they're very intellectual, very secular, and I love them with all my heart. And when I was younger, I thought, if I just put together the right words to say, or if I just live my life essentially perfectly, then they'll come to see that they should be less secular, that they could, should follow our Lord. It would be like an invitation to them, come. See how great I am. I mean, Jesus is. Uh, see how the ego gets a little involved with that kind of thing. See how good Jesus is, and you're invited to come. And I worried about this because they never came. <laughs> they never took that invitation. And I thought, well, maybe I just got the words wrong, or I are just I was living all wrong. You know, I'm the 15 year old kid getting in a little bit of trouble, and then I have, in addition to the guilt of getting in trouble, I'm like, oh, I've ruined you know salvation for my family. Oh, No, this is a text of comfort for us. For our Lord, who will command what he will, must give what he commands. And this is true for my secular family, but this is also true for me. I'm not better than them. I'm not on this different tier. I'm not just because I've received the Holy Spirit and follow Christ, all of a sudden just willingly accepting the invitation. 
No, even for you and me today, our prayer is, Lord, give us what you command. Heal us. Take away the depression. Take away all of the junk. But I can't do this. I can't conjure this up. Give what you command. And when he gives what he commands, we too fall down before him. We too declare out of gratitude to our neighbor just who this Jesus is. And as this text has made clear, he is the son of God who gives what he commands. And while that may sound like a law, right? Give what you command. But I also want him to give the healing. To take away the junk. To take away all that that distracts me from the love to be found in Jesus Christ. So as we leave this place and as we start a new week, let our prayer be, Lord, give what you command. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.